When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're going to be spreading some love in about 16 minutes when we announce a name in the My Talk Live for Free contest. So be out there listening uh, at 420. Are you going to be listening, Holly? Of course I'm going to be listening. Okay. Are you going to be listening, are you Brittany? Gonna, are you going to say the name or am I? Or is Brittany? Well, you got to turn her on. I in think order. it is on. I, I keep, you keep giving me this look, but I'm, she's on. I'm definitely not saying the name. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's a lot of pressure. I, I will be listening to you guys say the name. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe maybe you say the first name and I'll say the last oh, name. Oh, that'll be fun. All right. Or, or you say the name and I'll say where she's from. Okay. Or, or he, sorry. Okay. Well, they, you know, <laughs> that, that person, we yes. know who that person is and you want to be listening 15 minutes from now because if you call 10 minutes after your name is announced, then you win $100. And then not only do you win $100, but you get entered to win $10,000 mm-hmm. in our Live for Free contest. It's amazing. You want money. Yeah. Who doesn't want money? Money, 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 money. It's like when you find a dollar bill in your old winter jacket, except this time it will be $10,000. Yeah. How incredible is that? By the way, I'm Holly. Brittany's here. Rocco's here. Lori and Julia out this afternoon. And we got to get to a very important topic. Yeah. What is the worst movie that you have ever seen? 651-641-1071. Want to roll with this question because we are talking about Cats, the musical available on HBO Max right now. Rocco couldn't even be bothered to follow all the steps to watch the movie. <laughs> he just was like, no, thank That's you. too much work. I'd have to get up off the couch and push yeah. a button. Yeah. Well, we already have some calls, so let's take some of these calls right now. Uh, we're going to going to start with Deborah. She's been waiting patiently on the line. Deborah, hey, tell us the worst movie that you have well, ever seen. It, it's probably not the worst movie ever made. I've seen a lot of bad ones since, but The Exorcist just I hated that movie. Just, mm. I didn't sleep for a week. And yeah, but I have to tell you, I'm calling from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I've listened to you guys for years, and Lori and Julia, I love. And you guys I love. And, uh, yeah, I listen almost every day. Aww. We love you. We love you, Deborah. And don't watch it's The so- Exorcist ever again. No, don't watch it. It's so disgusting. <laughs> okay, did that, like, ruin the name Regan for you then forever? Totally. Absolutely. Which no. is a super cute name. So kind of I'm working on rehabbing it. <laughs> oh, good. I, I do love the name. Actually. Me too. Oh, well, thank you for your call, Deborah. Really appreciate it. The Exorcist, worst movie ever made, according to Deborah. Let's keep the calls going. Let's go to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thanks for joining us this afternoon. What is the worst movie that you have ever seen? Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, guys. Hey. 
All right, so tell us, worst movie you've ever seen. Hello? Hi. Do you read us? Well, All right, well, okay, I think... She, yeah. I think if she, if she, if I remember correctly, she was talking about the movie Downsizing with Kristen Wiig and Matt Damon where they get shrunk down or something. Oh, oh. I heard that movie was so bad. I mean, I the whole too. premise. How do you say yes to that? Because you need to pay off the mortgage to your oh, yeah. second house. It's at forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so maybe it wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. Although an audience score of twenty three percent. You know, I think I remember the issue with downsizing with Matt Damon is that the marketing was for one kind of movie, and then when you actually got to watch it in theaters, downsizing was something that was completely different. Ah, so it was like you go in and you think it's going to be, oh, look, Matt Damon, he's tiny. How hilarious. And then it turned into some weird sociopolitical drama with like feelings in it. That's not never good. That never feels good. No, it doesn't. When you're conned, it doesn't feel good. Mm 651-641-1071. We're just talking about the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. Let's go to Terry. Terry's joining us on the line. Hey, Terry, share the worst movie you've ever seen. I'm old, so this is a blast from the past. And it was a movie called White Palace, and it starred James Spader and Susan Sarandon. And the entire time you watched the movie, you could see the boom microphone in the Oh, bathroom. no! <laughs> Which, honestly, I just Googled it. It looks like there's some good one-on-one with them. They're, I don't remember because that's all I remember is that couldn't get over the boom mic. I love the that entire movie. So oh, oh that's my! Got to be twenty five, thirty years ago. So nineteen ninety, Terry White Palace, the worst movie you've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Well, thanks, Terry. Have a good thanks, day. Guys. All right, so. Yeah, this movie kind of looks legitimately horny in a nice way. (laughs) I know, me too. Maybe it's like, because we're in COVID, I'm like, huh, I would like to watch those two people do what they are doing. Oh my gosh. All right, we're talking worst movie you've ever seen. Uh, Let's go to Teresa. Teresa's joining us this afternoon. Hey, Teresa, share the worst movie that you've ever seen. Oh, it's got to be Avatar. Oh, oh, wow. Dish, Teresa. Dish. Teresa's not scared. <laughs> Avatar and the Smurfs. Oh, I couldn't stand it. Avatar and the Smurfs? Or you think that the Avatars are Smurfs? The Avatars were Smurfs. Okay. <laughs> I love that. They're weird blue people. I yeah. thought you were comparing and contrasting. No, no, no. Oh, I really liked so Neil funny. Patrick Harris's Gargamel, but he really brought it. Oh, thank you so much, Teresa. Here's yeah. the pro tip with Avatar. Go watch Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, the yeah. cartoon back in the 90s. It's the same thing. It's the same. I mean, that movie premise has been around for so long. Um, you're right. There's like 12 movies that have done it better. Yeah. yeah. What's that director's name again? J- James Cameron. Yeah. He, I mean... <laughs> I didn't. I mean, Titanic looked great, and okay, Avatar let's... looked great, but boy, those scripts were written with like a Crayola crayon. <laughs> I think they have problems with the dialogue, and I think they just need like younger people writing some of that dialogue. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it looks cool as heck. I remember going yeah. to Avatar like in 3D IMAX and thinking, "Whoa, that looked amazing!" But what a stupid, mo- you know. And they lo- what are they looking for? Unobtainium or something? Yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. How, how do you do, good. fellow children? <laughs> I am writing. A, I am writing a screenplay. All right, let's go to a couple more calls here. We're talking the worst movies you have ever seen here on Lori and Julia. Let's go to Kathy. Thanks for waiting, Kathy. Share the worst movie 
that you have ever seen. What can we add to the list this afternoon? Okay, I've got lots of boys around, so I've seen lots of boy movies, but the one that I just couldn't wrap my head around was Billy Madison. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Oh my goodness, what? that one hurt my heart. What about Billy Madison, Kathy, specifically? Because I feel like what you're telling us is you've seen a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Yes, I've seen them all, I'm, I'm afraid. But um, <laughs> Billy Madison in particular was, the premise was, I mean, it just was so far. It's just so stupid <laughs> oh you're hurting I me I couldn't handle it <laughs> oh. that was in a classroom with little kids I mean it just didn't even make any sense oh Kathy oh thank you so much for your call I feel like we're gonna need to bill some therapy for Brittany on that, <laughs> that one, one but <laughs> okay, I'm I have... also not an Adam Sandler movie guy um I just, we tried watching his Halloween one. Oh, he be Halloween came... yeah 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 I got uh, decent reviews uh it was funny because like we went with it in the mindset we're like let's just not have no have any expectations and we laughed i it was dumb it was so dumb but if you just go in it with zero expectations of your life you'll laugh oh fabulous hey let's have let's have rebecca have the last word on this the worst movie that you have ever seen let's hope it's a big stinker rebecca what's the worst movie that you've ever seen um the worst movie I've ever seen is Ishtar. <laughs> oh, Ishtar, girl. Why, Rebecca? Why is that the worst movie that you've ever seen? Gosh, it lasted forever, and it was the most boring movie you could ever watch. With oh. Dustin Hoffman, and I can't remember the other actor. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Yes. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, add it to the list. Ishtar is the worst movie. I saw recently that that's streaming on something and I, I meant to you know that was one where when it came out it was the biggest bomb of all time and then later people were like you know looking back it sort of had something going for it yeah but well, you know all right well <laughs> we gotta take a break because uh we've got random thoughts as if this day hasn't been random enough strap in kids it's julia's random thoughts coming up next oh, i saw this story the other day Did you ever notice that you know sometimes i wonder what would happen if and now Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's just random, of course. All right. Well, I'm Holly. Brittany's here. Rocco's here. And we are going to hold down the four for Julia's random thoughts today. Yes. We, do we have any possibility of us being as good at being random as Julia? No. No, no we don't. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just set the, set the table here. No, we cannot. We are still the students. She is the teacher. She is the master. True that. I can start. Sinbad was on Star Search. And he was up against Dennis Miller. Oh, really? Wow. Then, yeah, and then eventually he he did not win the big prize. I think he beat Dennis Miller, but then lost to some other guy. So if I remember right, is Star Search, is they would put sometimes like dancers against comedians, or was it only like um, versus like? It was like versus like. Okay, cool. Just check. Which is different than like today with those shows, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we Ameri- can juggle. Okay, we can swallow swords. Yeah, America's Got Talent yeah. is all over the place. Yeah, we went down the Star Search rabbit hole a while back. Because, yeah, there was a band from here, Limited Warranty, that won the whole thing. And they never really had any national success, um, but they were pretty huge around here. And uh, they played a concert. See, this is getting totally random, isn't it? Yeah. They played a concert at the Metrodome called the Smoke Free Generation. Oh, my god! And gosh. you had to go and pr- promise you'd never smoke. Did you? And it's, um, no, if you look, it's on YouTube, and it's, it's just all 
16, 15 year old girls just screaming and they're all wearing their Forenza sweaters from whatever that store was, the limited or whatever. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you, know. you ever get one of those shirts back in the day that said smoke free class of whatever year you were going to graduate? <laughs> they not. gave them to you as elementary school students. No. And it was all probably, I bet they gave them out at this concert. Yeah. You, the smoke free generation. The smoke free generation. And it was like, I remember my sister had one. I was not cool enough to have one of these smoke free t shirts. And on hers, it said, Smoke-free class of 2000, the year that you were graduating high school. I remember having to sign some form in D.A.R.E. That was like, I will never do drugs. And I remember then thinking like, oh, no, I'm definitely going to try drugs. (laughs) Well, that's a good segue. Yeah, you know. um, Our little contest, because it's 420, Holly. I'm going to hit the button. Dude, dude, it sucks this year. Okay, Rocco has hit the button in our Live for Free contest. And our, pri- our prize winner today that we need to call 651-641-1071 in the next 10 minutes is Mary Beth Cole. Mary Beth Cole, please call Rocco. 651-641-1071. You have 10 minutes to call. And if you call within the next 10 minutes, you get $100. And then you'll be in the running for the $10,000 grand prize. I'll say the name one more time. It's Mary Beth Cole. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. All right. Well, now that we have Mary Beth, we need to get her on the horn. Let's get random again. Let's get random Let's again. Let's get random. Yeah, I remember that program. Dare drug abuse resistance education. Yeah. And then they had the big lion mascot. You had to go through all of the books and things. Talk about a miss. Okay, their name is Dare, and you have a lion. Like, why wouldn't you have a Dare bear? Oh, look at with the branding. I know the Dare lawyer and his name was Darren. Was it? Yes. 100%. I thought about this so much in my life. His name was Darren the Lion. And yeah, I always thought, why are you not a bear? And we would get to hold the lion while the police officer told us if we do drugs, we'll go to jail. And you said you'd never do drugs, and you were lying. I knew I was lying. I knew I was Darren Lion. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that the bear had the name. I knew McGruff the crime dog. McGruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60602. Wow. Wow. Bank. Stick the landing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rocco, I feel like you need to check the telephone line. All right. Somebody is calling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've, I've got something for us that's quite depressing. Would you like to hear it? Wow. Brittany, thanks. Yes. A baby zebra. They named Hope, right? And it was this beautiful baby zebra in a UK um, zoo. And they were very excited about it. This is in Bristol, England. Um, The eight-month-year-old zebra named Hope um, was hanging out. And they were talking about it being a symbol of positivity. They even came out with a news report about that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, it died last week uh, on Wednesday because it was spooked by the sound of fireworks from several local firework displays, the zoo said. Oh. So it's official. Hope is dead. <laughs> Wow. Why? And, and it died because people were having a good time. Oh my gosh. Rude. Look, man, I am one of those people, though, when the fireworks goes off, immediately thinking of the animals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, 100% where I'm like, knock it off. The dogs are scared. I know. Once you have a dog that's scared of fireworks, you can never enjoy them again. You no. just always think like that. But whatever. The, this this was one of those stories that was so bad that it it made me laugh so hard thinking about them all having to announce, like, all right, our symbolic zebra. Sad. Not so much. Well, oh. do we have anything uplifting? <laughs> I got something uplifting. You, yes. yes, lift us Let's, up, Rocco. I want to talk to Mary Beth for a second. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Okay, Mary Beth, you called. You got $100. Congratulations. Thank you. You're living You're living free with that dollar, so I don't, I mean, I feel like we have to be like Ed McMahon. What are you doing with that $100? Yeah, well, no, we want to, like, if you win the 10000 so now you won the 100 which is great. Yes, I know. But I'm, the, I'm hoping for that big, big prize myself, but um, I'm going to put towards Christmas, I'm sure. I'll find something. It won't be too difficult to find something at all. So let's say you win the ten grand, though. What are you gonna What are you gonna go get with it? Um. Well, I have a daughter in flight school, and commercial pilot doesn't look so great right now. So I think I might have to help her out with school loans, maybe. Oh, Mary Beth, Beth, that's so sweet. Well, I'm gonna put you on hold and get your info. And congrats on winning the hundred bucks. We'll do it again in an hour. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Mary Beth. Hold the line. Rocco's going to get your deets. Uh, and uh, anybody else have an uplifting story? I mean, I feel like the, that zebra story really brought down the energy <laughs> in the room. And so now oh, we need to lift it back up. I have the solution to my own self-sabotage. Um, yeah. Everybody knows that the way to solve your holiday blues is Garth Brooks and wife Trisha Yearwood putting some holiday magic back in with a virtual Christmas show! Yeehaw! So, everybody, gather around the computer while Garth and Trisha, or Trisha, Trisha sing holiday music at your face. I suppose. No, it sounds terrible. I, just want, <laughs> I want it to be more depressing. Thanks, Brittany. No problem. You're just, you know, keeping with that 2020 vibe. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the My Talk app, and we're going to have one more opportunity today. Listen for your name at 520. It could be you. And if you hear your name called by Mr. Rocco, you have a chance to win $100 if you call within the 10 minutes of your name being called. You know, I mean, we're just giving away some money, and then you're registered for $10,000. Mary Beth just called in, and she won $100 with our 420 giveaway. So, Live for free. $10,000 giveaway. Uh-huh. You're going to want to be listening. I'm Holly. Brittany's here. Rocco's here. Yeah, we're just we're just hanging out. Yeah. We're just doing things. Having talking a about stuff. Old time. Talking talking about Star Search, Dare. And then before we went to break, Brittany, you mentioned yeah. the fact that Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood are doing a holiday virtual concert. Mm-hmm. 
and that you were totally not here for it. No, are you okay? I know I'm. I think I'm just getting jaded off of them trying to make things happen. Um, I'm good on. I'm good on it. You're good. You're just. I, 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 okay. There are people that have done it well. Um, you guys, for example, you guys did it well. It was so interesting to see the way you guys did Project Down and Dirty. I loved it. Yeah. But the, a lot of people that are just like, hey, we're going to play a concert at you. It's like, just don't make it live. Um, I watched the Billie Eilish one. I was like, why do I have to do this live? They were kept getting like interrupted. Just send me the video later. Well, that's interesting because we're talking about what the heck musicians are doing during the time of COVID yeah. when we can't go to live performances because yeah. sometimes it's not particularly clear. I think that there was a, a Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani concert at a drive-in mm-hmm. and that it was like, Oh yeah, come to the drive-in, watch the concert. Yeah. And that I did get a couple of calls here at my talk from people who were like, yeah, I thought this was going to be a live Blake Shelton right. and Gwen Stefani experience. But yeah. meanwhile, it's pre-taped and I just spent a hundred dollars on this. Yeah. What the heck on Thursday night, I'm going to do a, uh, uh, Lucinda Williams show, and she's doing all Bob Dylan covers. And I I watched her Tom Petty one, and again, it but it wasn't live, and I felt like something was sort of lost in the translation. Well, did you go into that experience, Rocco, thinking that I it did, was going to be I live? I think so, and then I realized pretty quickly that it wasn't, and then it wasn't, maybe it wasn't as compelling, but um, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm going to do it again, because I like supporting artists. I try yeah. to do what I can. Um you know, I did. I uh, gave some money to the Sound Unseen Festival over the weekend. I watched a Bee Gees documentary. You know, I'm trying to do my part and spreading some money around to people who need it. But you know, I know it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's challenging because on one hand, I mean, I suppose it's just you support these people. You're going to watch it. Garth Brooks singing you rocking around the Christmas tree or or mm-hmm. what or whatever he happens to be doing. Yeah, which kind of brings up. Another point that are you guys totally in the holiday spirit? Because walking around this morning mm-hmm. on my little walk, I do a little power walk in the morning because this is just what we're doing right now. Yep. The whole block was ready for the holidays. Yeah. We've decided Thanksgiving isn't a thing anymore. And I think <laughs> I think it's because we need like you know, when you're, okay, let's say what you need, like, you have a really bad pain in your body and you take ibuprofen, it doesn't help. Yeah. You just need to go straight to Vicodin. And we are going straight to Vicodin right now. We are saying Thanksgiving decorations, you're not enough. We need the bad, we need the biggest, the baddest. Cornucopia, cornucrapia. Get that I mean, out of here. On. Get that out of here. No. I, I didn't even take out any of my turkey stuff. You're right. I went straight to the Santa Bears. I've, I've decorated our house. In Santa Bears. The Dayton's ones? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's what my mom gave me from, um, she collected them all and I was obsessed with them. So she just gave me them this year. And so I was like, you know what? We can't mess around this year. <laughs> we are going straight Santa Bears. You have been, you have been gifted the Santa Bears of your, was it more like your mom was like, I got to get this crap out of my house. I'm going to give, I know what I can do. I can give this crap to my daughter. My, my parents just sold their house in Woodbury. Oh, and so, so there you go. I've acquired so many things, but the Santa Bear issue, I mean, I don't know if my brother and sister know yet. 
Um, they listen to the show whenever I'm on, so this I might be getting some texts. But hey. I don't know if they know yet that I have the Santa Bears, and of course they're not coming over. So I was hoping to like break it to them in like year two of this. But <laughs> like I have full custody of the Santa Bears right now. <laughs> this, is not, this will not be passed around. These are my babies. Well, good, um, good yeah. thing for you, Brittany, that Judge Judy has a new show on IMDb TV that's coming mm. up soon. So if your family wants to bring you to small claims court over I, these Santa Bears, <laughs> I would love to be on it for that and like to show pictures of my Santa Bears and how proud I am of the <laughs> I've kept the firefighter's hat. Um, yeah. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> you would love that. You would love to be sued in small claims court by your family. <laughs> and then have Judge Judy reside over that. What about you, Rocco? I mean, are you guys vibing in the holidays? You've got you've got a, you've got kids at home. Right. Well, here's it is kind of weird. You know, we yeah. you know, I, my mom might, might be out there listening. We have not um we've not been in the same house as my mom or or vice versa since this started. We try to keep it pretty tight, you know, and you know, we kind of agreed we're not going to have a big Thanksgiving. Um, one thing I am trying to do is collect all the Thanksgiving episodes of various 70s and 80s TV shows in hopes that maybe there'll be a night where we can have people over to watch them on the on the projector in the backyard. Um, there is one from the A-Team. There's one from um, MacGyver. <laughs> wait, 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 one, wait, wait. Okay, so we, yes. we before you move on, can you please <laughs> explain to us the plot of the eighteen um, Christmas special. I I haven't watched it yet, and that's kind of the funny thing was when I have when I host these um, screenings. A lot of times I have not um, pre-screened them, so it's, so they're fresh to me too. Mm. So let me just pull it up. I know the one from MacGyver involves him hanging out with an Amish. Uh, <laughs> Um, the A-team. Spreading holiday cheer with a paper clip, a lighter, and like some tarp. Yes. <laughs> I'll make a Thanksgiving meal out of this. Yes. So the A-team one, it's from 86. On Thanksgiving, General Stockwells orders the A-team to reunite a wanted criminal, A.J. Bancroft, with his daughter Ellen within 24 hours. Mm. Bancroft will provide evidence that could bring down half the crooked politicians in Washington. Wow. So anyways, I think they bring them together for a Thanksgiving meal. So, I don't know. I mean, the classic things. So, I don't know. In case people don't know me, which is probably everybody out there. I collect um, Christmas episodes of TV shows. And I try to show them every year. And obviously, this year is going to be weird. Um, and so, I decided, you know, with COVID, I'm going to start collecting Halloween episodes and Thanksgiving episodes. I love it. So, the the one that probably everybody knows or is familiar with is the WKRP one where they do the turkey drop. And they think the turkeys can fly. And now they just fall to the ground and wreak Whoa. havoc. Um, there's also a really funny <laughs> Bob Newhart Thanksgiving where they get super drunk and order Chinese. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe you guys aren't familiar with these. No, oh, not at no. all. So, no, I didn't yes. know about the WKRP. So those are probably no. the two classics. Um, oh, there's the f- happy days where they go back and act like, you know, pilgrims and Fonzie saves Thanksgiving and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you guys might need to come over yeah, and agree. watch on the big screen. So. Well, that kind of brings up the point. If you're just joining us, this is Lori and Julia, my talk 1071. Lori and Julia out today. Holly, Brittany, Rocco in. You know, we're just getting random today. But that kind of brings up another question that what is the go to holiday TV show movie that puts you in the mood that you're like, OK, so we decided Thanksgiving's not really happening No. It's just like, it's just done. Fine. Fine. Have a turkey stuffing yeah. things. Pie. Yeah. Get some lunch meat. Call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's there's an episode on The Office. It's called Benihana Christmas. And it is my favorite. I'm not a huge fan. A lot of times I get a little bit annoyed of the same archetype you'll see in like um, shows with Christmas. But this is so 
I mean, this was just one of those funny ones where it was just the combo of the the office. And if you have a chance to watch it, it's just so funny. They go to a Benihana restaurant, and it's just hilarity ensues. And I would highly recommend it. How about you, Holly? Um, you know, I like the classic Charlie Brown Christmas. Really, that is one of those that in the old school bank and Rass stop motion animation stuff like yeah. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, all of that kind of stuff. And I know that CBS has those planned for early December is when they're going to be showing those this year. But then it's like, all right, we've gone through the looking glass. Here's scary, abominable snowman, because there is something that is deeply disturbing Oh yeah, about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It is. And, you know, a lot of people are having problems with that. They're, you know, calling for it to be canceled because it's not PC. Mm. Um, because Gosh, I guess it's been a really long time since I've seen it. Yeah, it, it's one of those things you'll see clips, you go, oh. But yeah, I don't know. I, it falls into that... Um, and also, they th- there's our people that argue that it's actually progressive because they claim that um, they're talking about dentistry. They were actually talking about him being more feminine and things like that. And so it's just kind of funny how you can go either way with it. But you're right. That guy, the snow, the abominable snowman, terrifying. His movements are terrifying. There's something distinctly menacing about yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. It's the animation. Mm-hmm. It's the the like look in the eyes of the characters and it's the sound. Yes. There's just something about the noise that Rudolph's nose makes. Yeah. The weird, strange honk. And I don't <laughs> even know how to recreate it, so I'm not even going to bother. No, don't. Or maybe try. <laughs> No, that was horrible. I'm sorry. I like it when he says, I'm cute. Yeah, but it's all like just seared in our brains that we understand all of this. But there's just something really disturbing about it. That being said, the holidays start whenever that stuff starts rolling out. I say now. Do it now. I I bought a sweater that looks like a Christmas tree from Target, and I'm really excited to wear it. Well, yeah, you're not wearing it now. I know. I know. I didn't know I was coming here today, so... I'm kind of wearing embarrassing clothes as is, but next time, for sure. All right, next time, Brittany's going to get festive. Rocco is perpetually festive. Thank Today, you. he's wearing a Space Invaders sweater. Yeah. Yes. We congratulate you for your sartorial choices today, Thank Rocco. You. We salute you. All right, when we come back, we're going to do a little Hollywood speak here on Lori and Julia. Stay tuned. So, what are you trying to say? All right, Brittany and Rocco, let's Hollywood speak what Julianne Huff had to say. Mm, Tell me. Redefining her definition of love. Redefining her definition of love. Amid her divorce from Brooks Lake. So, Brittany, I don't know if you're up to speed with this soon-to-be non-couple. I mean, the thing is, you have broken this down enough, and I listen enough to the show that I should be, but let's recap. (laughs) Okay, so Julianne Huff, Brooks Lake, they were married then she talked about, I believe at some point when they were married, she was talking about the fluidity of her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Then they decided to separate. Then they got back together, and then now they're getting a divorce. Okay. Well, Julianne Huff, she's doing that thing that people like to do when they're going through stuff, sharing a cryptic quote. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, she's just like us. Uh, <laughs> so, here's what Julianne had to, Julianne had to say about love. The truth is, love exists in so much more than just a romantic partner. Love is everything around you, and I hope you learn how to open your eyes to that. I hope you find love in every aspect of your life, and I hope you find it tucked into early morning sunrises and the smell of your favorite places. I hope you find it strung between the laughter you share with friends. 
I can't even finish the rest. I can't. You guys, I can't take... Uh, we just have to shut this show down. I can't take it seriously. What? Why in all things holy would you be going through a divorce and be like, let me give you the advice right now. Let me be your... Sor-. It's like, just just hurt. It's okay to hurt. Yeah. You don't have to act like you have all the answers. We all know what it's like to have a relationship fall apart and it sucks. It's terrible. It's like, just live in that chaos. <laughs> just just live in the mess, man. Exactly. Speak your actual truth. Be yeah. like, I hate men right now. Like, just if he should give out with that, or like, I hate him right now. Like, something like that. that- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be so much more relatable. Sure. Like this is the continuation, the mutation of the Gwyneth Paltrow, Chris yes. Martin conscious mm-hmm. uncoupling. Yes. Which totally makes sense because Julianne Huff. Likes to think of herself as self as goop light. She was yeah, yeah. in the goop Netflix series, mm-hmm. dry humping a massage table, of course, uh, energetically, of course. And she has her Kinergy dance line. She has all of these things. But you're totally right, Brittany. It's like when you break up with somebody and your emotions are raw, you don't have to think the world of the person that you're breaking up with. No, and it's not your time to get on a pedestal and tell other people how to live. It's the time to be vulnerable. And it, it, if you're going to give advice, just be like, right now things are hard. Like, and that's okay. And I just think there's just something about it that you're like, when somebody says that, it says more than anything that they could say. Does that make sense? Like it speaks volumes to where they're at, where they actually had to have somebody else help them write this or that they felt necessary that it had to go out in the universe right now. Right, right, right. So that's the whole thing, too. On one hand, you're like, girl, Julianne, you you don't even have to share this. But at the same time, it's very clever because now we're talking about it. Yeah, I see what you're doing, celebrities, and we're falling right for it. We fa- we will continue to fall for it. Our and, whole jobs are based around. And I thank you, Julianne, for and, providing the fodder. And I thank you for uh, alerting me that there's a video of her dry humping a massage table. Oh, now you're, you're looking at it, welcome. Rocco. Is yeah. this the one from the World Economic Forum in yes. Davos, Switzerland? And I, I because... have the volume down, but apparently I uh, it might be nice to hear what she has to say. Okay, great, Julianne I, Huff. Are um, we going to listen to her? Oh, I could pull it up. Let's see. Now there's some writhing and dancing in a sweater dress, but um, yeah, just Google that. Google Julianne Huff massage table and you'll see what just happened. <laughs> yeah, supposedly she's on some sort of energy healing table Yes, and, and she starts kind of writhing and yeah, that's the thing. So, side tangent on this, I did watch most of the In Goop Health Netflix series. Yeah, and, me too. And I watched, in, you know, some episodes better than others, but the one with Julianne Huff on it, mm-hmm. she's doing this energy work, and she is just writhing and dry humping the air. And yeah, like, yeah, it's weird. Just like full thing in a way that it's like, girl, settle down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
there are actual there are other people who are going through the same thing and it's much more subtle. And then you're like, okay, well, what I could maybe drink the snake oil if if it's just these people doing it. But then she just is extra. Yeah, they definitely much. folded that one into the series because they had a lot of other ones they started with. And I remember getting to that one and I was like. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to only watch half of this. <laughs> and then I'm just going to turn the whole thing off. Good day to you. Good now, day. Would you, let's Hollywood speak this. Would you keep this on or would you turn this off? This is something that's going to be coming to Netflix. I don't know when. Okay. But it's a Judd Apatow pandemic inspired comedy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That needs some escape. I, I don't need any more stress and reminders that things suck. I think you're right, Rocco. I think there's something to like right now. As everyone knows, I'm obsessed with the Real Housewives, and right now all of the series are starting to show when they are realizing the pandemic is going to be quarantine. You know, they are talking about finding toilet paper. Um. And I don't think I want to revisit it. Now, unfortunately, I have no choice. I am an addictive personality. <laughs> I will watch these. But I don't want to. I don't want to relive when everyone was so scared and hoarding toilet paper. Um, so I think you're right. I don't think I want to watch this either, Rocco. I think I'm with you. All right. To the trash heap it goes. I am a third. It's a it's a trash hat trick for this Judd Apatow pandemic comedy. But before we completely trash it, if it does interest you, so it's going to be a meta-comedy about a group of actors and actresses stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel attempting to complete a film. Okay, so wait, what was the one? Did he make the one where the world was ending? Oh, right, with the stoner kids? Yes. <laughs> uh, he might have produced it. He might have had a hand in it, but he didn't direct it. What was that one called again? Uh, this is the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I actually thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't think that... This is probably, oh, this is the thing. This is Judd Apatow. I'm going to, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. His movies are always 40 minutes too long. <laughs> Agreed. And so if this is going to be a Judd Apatow pandemic movie, it's going to be 40 minutes too long. There's going to be the weird, awkward jokes where they just make noises at each other and look at each other for 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really want that. Did you watch uh, King of Staten Island? I did not, but did you? I did. Um, I like him a lot. Um, Pete Davidson? Yes. Like, in a way that I'm embarrassed. I think it's like my Sum 41 bringing up where I'm like into his look so much. Like, I, ha- I hate how much I'm attracted to him. What is he like the like the hot topic pop punk kid oh, of 2020? I love him. I love how skinny he is. I love it. I know it's bad. Like, I know. Like, my husband is so not him. And so it's really bad how I confess, confess how much I think he's attractive. So it's pretty much him playing him. But you were right. It was easily 40 minutes. It's too long. That is the thing with all of these Judd Apatow movies where the next time you sit down and you're like, boy, I'm going to watch a Judd Apatow movie. It is just way too freaking long. And it's an unpopular opinion. Even the movies that sometimes he produces. Yeah. Like Bridesmaids. That movie. Get it into the editing room. Cut 40 minutes from it. Then it would be solid gold. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 gold. But it's you're right. It yeah. could be better. Right. There's a lot of where you're like, okay, I think we've 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 clarified that this person is sad to lose their friend. We don't need 700 examples. Yeah, yeah. Now he didn't direct it. He just produced it, anyways. All right. So, um, let's Hollywood speak TikTok fame. 
Mm. All right. So this goes to show you that TikTok is a big darn deal. Yeah. Remember Dogface? Mm-hmm. The guy who went viral for riding a skateboard, drinking cranberry juice to Fleetwood Mac's dreams. Of course, yes. So this guy, Dogface, that's his nickname. He just paid $320,000 in all cash for a new home in Idaho. Can you even, I mean, that kind of rocket to fame, that can't be good, right? I mean, maybe. Oh, no, he, I want to believe in that. I want no good things I, for Dogface. Maybe he's old enough. And wise enough where it'll be fine. But, like, that's insane. Isn't that insane? Just to show what it means to be a TikTok star in 2020. So, he's 37 years old. Ooh, I did. I'm going to be honest with you. Thought he was a lot older. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's 37, and he just purchased a house in his hometown of Idaho Falls, Idaho. Okay. And if you want to move to Idaho Falls, Idaho, $320,000 can get you five bedrooms and three bathrooms. Mm. And he's going to move in sometime next week. Now, well, is that all based on a check from TikTok, or is this from other sort of outside interests? He that- had an endorsement right after he made that. Um, and oh, so TikTok will give you money per views, but it's not a lot. Um, and he right away got an endorsement um, after he made it. Yeah, he's been doing commercials, campaigns. Cameos. He did a commercial with Snoop Dogg for a home security system, among other things. <laughs> so, man, he is making bank. We wish you well, dog face. All right, when we come back here on My Talk 1071, there is this map of fast food restaurants that has gone viral. And I think it's all a lie. We're going to have to investigate. And I hope it's a lie because otherwise, Minnesota, we got some issues that we need to work out as a family when we come back right after this. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.